Hello, and welcome to the Language of God podcast. My name is Stefan Delacruz, the friend of God. On this podcast, I share with you God's language, what it sounds like, what it looks like, and help you understand God's culture, showing you how to use the tools and the giftings you already have so that you can speak the language of God. Today I'm going to share with you from the book of Mark, chapter 11, verse 23. The title of today's teaching is, Where the Mountains Go. Now, Jesus was speaking to his disciples, and here's what he said. Have faith in God, I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. But you must believe it will happen, and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything, and if you believe, it will be yours. But when you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against, so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins. Have you ever stopped long enough to look at the amazing sight that mountains are? As they reach up into the clouds and touch the sky? One of the tallest mountains in the world is Mount Everest, reaching into the Earth's atmosphere, passing the clouds at around 29,000 feet, weighing in at around 357 trillion pounds. Many people have climbed this mountain, and one such person was Yashiro Mayura. He was known at the time as the oldest person to climb Mount Everest. At the age of 80, after recovering from four heart operations and a broken pelvis, he climbed Mount Everest. He was inspired to climb this mountain, and what an accomplishment it was. To this day, people still read about him and talk about him. Mountains. They inspire some people to climb them, and they leave others in awe. I remember years ago when I was in Italy for training. I stayed at a small village called Chivasco. It was south of Torino, a city in the north of Italy. During a break, I stepped outside of the classroom to get some fresh air. As I was looking around, taking in the sights of the small town, I looked over towards the edge of the tree line in the distance, and I saw for the first time in my life the Alps. They were dark and foreboding. I had never seen such a sight. In fact, I was so excited, I ran back into my classroom to grab my camera. When I came back, I stood there in awe of the mountains and began to take pictures. To this day, I remember how I felt when I saw those mountains for the first time. Powerful and awe-inspiring. On today's show, I will be talking about how we face the mountains in our lives using the language of God. I will share with you where the mountains go once we have dealt with them. Now, the mountains I saw in Italy were dark and foreboding. In a very similar way, the mountains we face every day in our lives are intimidating and overwhelming. These mountains 
may be a financial burden. It could be a disease that you're dealing with from day to day, moment to moment. Your mountain may be an addiction that is destroying your life, that you're unable to break from it, and it's just causing you hurt and pain. Your mountain may be another person in your past that did cause you hurt, and you still hold on to that pain to this day. How do we deal with these mountains in our lives? Well, I want to encourage you first with this. God knows the mountains you are facing right now. You may feel alone. You may feel no one sees what you're going through. But God knows the mountains you are facing. God knows your pain and your struggles. And you are not alone. Let's look at the mountains in your life with the understanding of the language of God. God gave us tools to deal with these mountains. We just need to learn how to use those tools. In fact, those tools, one of those tools, is a language that we can learn to speak. And that language is the language of God. Think for a moment what happened and what happens when God speaks. When God speaks, His words create life even if there is nothing there but emptiness and darkness. In the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 1, it says this, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's all it says. That one small verse, God created the heavens and the earth. There was nothing there, and yet here God spoke into existence all that is around us. When there was nothing there but darkness, God spoke and life came forth. The universe was formed. God even created the nothingness of space. When God speaks, He speaks with authority, knowing and understanding what He says will be done and it will come to pass. Are you able to speak this language that God speaks? Are you able to learn this language? God shows us how to learn this language so that we can speak it ourselves. Let's look at a step-by-step way to speak the language of God to the mountains in our lives. Now, Jesus said, But when you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. Now, the word sin, what it means is to miss the mark. You made a mistake. That's what Literally, that's what it means. You made a mistake. You missed the mark. It's not something that you cannot recover from. And I want everyone that's listening to understand that when you sin, you can recover because you made a mistake. You missed the mark. But you can recover from this. So the first thing that Jesus says to us, to speak the language of God, he says, first, forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against, so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. Now, this is important to move mountains. Forgive anyone you have a grudge against. What is a grudge? Have you ever had a grudge? A grudge is a persistent feeling of ill will 
or resentment resulting from a past insult or injury. You would be unwilling to give, grant, allow, or even forgive someone. Have you ever felt a grudge against someone? Do you have a grudge right now against someone? Or I can say I have. As with most people that have worked, I have had some very bad managers, bosses that I worked under. Some bosses were good to work with and others, well, let's say it was a nightmare, a living nightmare. I still remember the hardships and the heartache this one manager put me through just to gain status with those above him. You may have a grudge right now. It may be against a friend, a family member. It may be against leadership at work or leadership that you're under. It may be against a church, a group of people that you've trusted, or even a stranger. We all have experienced hurt, broken trust, pain, and some of you are going through it right now as you listen to this podcast. What can come out of such hurtful events and painful experiences are grudges that you carry with you and are still with you to this day. You were hurt, so in return, you may have become resentful so much that you are unwilling to forgive, unwilling to forget. You wouldn't even grant this person mercy or even give them the time of day. That's how deep this grudge is inside you. For some of you, the pain and hurt is so deep, it seems impossible that you could ever forgive and let go of what they did to you. And you still carry that hurt, that pain, that moment, all that was done to you. In fact, you have every right to hold this against them. And I, and I want to share this with you here. God is on your side. You have every right to hold this grudge against them. You might be thinking, no, this can't be right. Yes, God is on your side. You are in the right because they hurt you and you were innocent in this whole thing that happened. And it is a righteous and noble judgment that you have, that you hold against them. Because they've deserved what they will receive. A fitting punishment should be carried out against those who have done you harm. In fact, that's where God was with you, with everyone that's listening. As you have every right, you stand righteous and you have a noble judgment against these people because of the wrong they did to you. So God does also against us. In fact, God says this, while you were my enemy, while you hated me and you turned on me, I loved you and I forgave you and I sent my son to take your place. So even God in his righteousness, having a noble judgment against us, forgave us. And he gave up his only son to take our place, to take our punishment. I want to share a story with you about forgiveness 
and dealing with a grudge. A former Dallas police officer, Amber Geiger, a white female, was sentenced to serve 10 years in prison for the fatal 2018 killing of her black neighbor after she mistakenly entered his apartment, believing it was her own. The family of the victim were outraged, to say the least, with this 10-year sentence. They just could not believe that that's all that the judge gave this white police officer for killing their son. Some of the members broke down in tears, shaking their head in disbelief, just could not believe what was going on. As the people outside of the courtroom reacted angrily at this 10-year sentence, they just, it, it was getting out of control. Because here it was once again, a white police officer killing a black man. And the court gave them a very lenient sentence. It seemed there would be rioting and violence in the city once again, as a white officer who had killed a black man got off very easily. But then something happened in the courtroom. Something so rare that we have forgotten what it looks like. The younger brother of Bothan Jean, the victim, who was in the courtroom and had testified during this long trial, was asked by the judge during the sentencing if he had any words to say to the accused. He addressed the police officer directly from the witness stand. As he began to speak, addressing Amber directly, he said, If you truly are sorry, I know I can speak for myself. I forgive you. And I know if you go to God and ask him, he will forgive you. This was a very rare moment that was happening in this courtroom. He continued, I personally want the best for you. I wasn't even going to say this before my family, but I don't even want you to go to jail. I want the best for you because I know that's exactly what my brother would want you to do, to give your life to Christ. What an incredible act of forgiveness. He then asked if he could hug Amber, the police officer. The judge paused for a moment and then she agreed. The two met in front of the judge's bench and they hugged. Tears began to flow as they broke out crying. Then the judge herself came down and hugged her and gave her a Bible. Talk about forgiving someone you have a grudge against. Think about this moment. A trial that should have been the cause for rioting in the city that night. This moment of forgiveness wiped away all the rioting and the hatred that the city felt wiped away all the anger and the hurt and what would have caused rioting in the city that night this moment of forgiveness how powerful an act it was so powerful that it moved mountains what grudge is holding you back from moving the mountains in your life Forgiving someone isn't about that person. You have to remember this. Forgiving someone is about you. 
because it sets you free to be greater and to move mountains. As you learn to speak the language of God, you will understand that your words will create life. Your words will bring hope where there is no hope. When you speak, mountains will move at your command. Think about that. When you speak, instead of there being hatred and hurt, your words will carry authority and confidence. And all of creation around you will listen because you are speaking the language of God. Jesus said and says to you, speak to the mountains. Speak to the mountains in your lives and tell them to move. Tell it to be cast into the sea. Move, move, move out of my way. This is how we begin speaking the language of God, by forgiving and letting go of the grudge you have. If you're ready to begin this journey, then pray this small prayer with me. Jesus, help me understand the language of God, your language. Help me to forgive that I may be forgiven. Here I am with all my faults and shortcomings. If you will teach me, I am ready to listen. Forgive me. Please join me on my next podcast as I continue Where the Mountains Go. I will be sharing the second step in learning and speaking to the mountains in your life using the language of God. Go and enjoy this life. I encourage you to live. Break free of the things holding you back and live. Shake off the chains that hold you down. Rise up. Dust yourself off and get back into the race. Live again. If you've enjoyed this show, please let me know. You can contact me at my Twitter account, Facebook, or by email. When contacting me, please include the show title you are commenting on. Thank you, and remember, you are not alone. Have a great day.